and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. On day three, we put the Bible in color. I had the privilege of visiting the Holy Land and taking a boat ride out onto the Sea of Galilee. Putting myself there allowed me to better understand the region, the examples in Scripture, to put in color the picture the Bible was describing. While we may not be able to physically visit the Holy Land today, our goal is the same, to place yourself in our lesson. What would be going through your mind as you lived through these chapters? This week we have listened to chapters 29 through 32 of Genesis. Let's explore what's taking place surrounding this lesson. But first, let us begin with prayer. Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. Jacob has been doing this his entire life. Last week, we watched Jacob scheme his way into the blessing and birthright. This week, Jacob meets his match and his uncle Laban, who shows just how much scheming skills run in the family. From deception at the wedding altar, to the back and forth of cattle wages, from one hiding cattle to the other trying to put things in the water to increase his amount at birth, to devising a scheme to make a run for it, and the resulting 300-mile chase. This has been Jacob's life from childhood to adulthood. For the last 20 years, Jacob has been scheming his way through life. And now, as Jacob turns his attention homeward, he sends a delegate out to let Esau know that his brother is coming home. The delegate returns to tell him that his brother is on his way to meet him and isn't alone. He has 400 men en route with him. There is no reason for him to bring that many people with him unless he has aggressive plans. The last time an event was recorded like this in Scripture it was Abraham bringing his fighting men with him to attack the army that had Lot taken hostage. What goes through your mind here if you are Jacob? Your brother who you betrayed, deceived, and stole from, who you tried to express through your delegation in deferential terms and with humility, announce your return, responds to that announcement with a potential attack army of 400. What would be going through your mind if you were Jacob? What would be your plan from here? Well, at first we see Jacob sticking to what he does best, devising a plan. He splits everyone up into separate groups, including his family. He even says this is to give his family better odds of survival if attacked. If one group is attacked, then the rest of the groups will have a better chance to escape. 
He also sends compensation gifts, guilt gifts, to meet his brother on the way. And notice Jacob's full plan. It's gift after gift after gift. Separate gifts, one after another, each one designed to appease his brother's potential anger. At the end of the day, Jacob sends the rest of his family in a separate group over the river. And then he is alone for the night. Jacob has done everything he can. All he can do now is wait. Remember we said this was a 20-year lesson that God was teaching Jacob. You might be inclined to first ask, what exactly has Jacob learned? It seems as if he's doing the same old thing, Jacob being Jacob. But what follows next shows what Jacob has learned. Scripture abruptly mentions a man appearing to Jacob and then wrestling with him. It's so peculiar, isn't it? Later, Jacob asks for his name. But context shows us he knows who it is. He calls the location where this took place Peniel, which means face of God. God appears to Jacob. This has to be the most unusual appearance God makes with someone, isn't it? And yet it is very fitting. Why does God wrestle with Jacob? Why does Jacob wrestle with God? It's not to show off wrestling prowess. With one touch of a hip, Jacob is rendered overmatched. God wrestles with Jacob to complete his training. A hobbled, overmatched Jacob, clinging to God, who tells him to let go. Jacob essentially says, never, not until you bless me. And there it is, dear friends. There's the lesson. Despite all the scheming, planning, devising, here Jacob uses all of his power, and he sees he can't do it on his own. He needs God's blessing, support, protection, promise. He needs God to bless his efforts. He didn't need his father's blessing. He needed his heavenly father's blessing. It was God's to give in the first place. We see indications of Jacob getting that lesson in these chapters. Jacob recognizes that the blessings he's received in the last 20 years was not a result of his careful cattle planning. It was God who blessed him. And here, the night before he is to face Esau, he recognizes it is God who can grant success, not himself. It takes 20 years. But Jacob finally gets it. To lean on the strength of his God and not his own. Sometimes God provides tough love. There are lessons we have to learn the hard way. But again, notice the patient love of God, carefully molding Jacob, working with his precious child 
to help him grow and learn and continuing to bless in spite of his sin. A faithful God at his side. A faithful God at your side. Give thanks for a God who continues to mold you, to remind you of his promises, and help you grow closer to him. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.